Hello, happy humans. It's Greg Kettner with the Work Happy Podcast, and thanks for tuning in. Our guest today is Leslie Metcalf, the B2B and group event specialist for the Chicago Wolves of the American Hockey League. Our conversation today, Leslie and I talk about the modern world with screen time, how it affects our brains, and how we can work happy. She also talks about Project Thrive, and we even have a quick conversation about eye yoga. Yes, I said eye yoga. Enjoy the show. I wonder like how much does the human brain take in? And I think some of this is the the distractions. I think we do get to a point where some of us get to a point where we can't figure it out. And I'm like, okay, you got to start unplugging. You know, you got to start getting off social media, getting off your television, getting off all of that other stuff that's creating sound bites and noise. Because to your point, if you're having a hard time focusing on the things that matter, that's because you're letting other things get in the way a lot of times. Yeah. No, and and that's what I share with people, you know, how to work happy is get away from your computer. Right. Because when I started in hockey, um, I, I sat down, there was a desk, there was a phone and there was a recipe box full of recipe cards with people's names on who had season tickets the year before. I'm like, (laughs) what do I do? And they said, well, you look at the person's name, you saw what tickets they had, you call them back up and see if they want to renew. And if they don't say, when do you want to, when should I follow up with you next year? And then you put it back into the next year file, right? Yeah. And, and that's the way it was. And, and you had conversations, but so much yeah. of it is online. And, and that that's what, one of the reasons, and I'm not a psychologist or a doctor or a researcher, but that's one of the reasons why, you know, we're having more and more mental health issues. Last night on Project Drive, I learned about eye yoga. <laughs> eye yoga? I didn't know there was such a thing as eye yoga <laughs> and there that's the term they use for when you're on your phone or your computer so much or you're staring at a screen right you literally have to stop and give your eyes a break so you do these eye movements for a few you know a few short minutes at a time and you do them throughout the day i guess i'm gonna have to try eye yoga now i found it really helpful learning more and more about mental health and suicide and the terms that we need to use these days or but back in the day it was like oh they committed suicide so i've learned that that's not the right term right times have changed things are different and now with being in this group uh, men in the middle i can have conversations and i can ask my buddies out on the golf course how are you you know how are you between the years and it's not a weird scary conversation anymore And I think that's so important. I think it's important for people to find the group that they're comfortable with. But I think what you're doing with men is also hugely important because I think you and I talked about this previously about like, like my dad is 86 and I know that my father has struggled. And I know my, my mother, my stepmother came to me at one point and (laughs) wanted me to help with what she thought was his depression. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's not going to be me. I am not going to push him to do what he doesn't want to do, you know? Um, so I, but I, I was aware, you know, he's battled a lot of different things in his mind. Um, but he grew up in a generation where it was the strong, silent, suck it up, buttercup kind of thing. And I wonder what that's done over time, you know, how much stuff he's held in and how many times he was afraid, but couldn't tell anyone, you know, how many times he felt failure, but couldn't reach out. Um, 
and I, it makes me sad. So I applaud you hundred percent for just working in that realm. Um, I don't think there's too many of us kind of working in mental health because everyone finds pockets that they're comfortable with, yeah. um, more better. Right. But I, I think it's good because you're, you're breaking barriers. You're teaching, you know, people because culturally we still drive home, you know, men should be a certain way. Right. Just like we drive home. Women should be a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you find your happiness, your sense of work happy? It's, it's just being able to serve. Yeah. That's, I I think like, that's so key. People talk about what's their purpose. People struggle with, you know, where do they find happiness? Like, is it in the job? Is it in on a tropical Island? Is it with a bank account that's in the billions? And I just think it's so simple. It's, you know, be of service to others, extend yourself, make a difference and not for you, for someone else. And you will be surprised at what that gives you back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing, like to have somebody approach you and say, you know, wow, like I, you, you changed my life or not even something like that, but just, you made me think differently and now I'm in a better place. That's just so valuable. And, and when, when we take care of ourselves and we have those conversations, um, you know, even in our own head or with, with loved ones, people we care about, we can take care of ourselves so that we can ask other people the questions, right? Because if I'm in depression and, and not doing well, I can't call somebody up and say, oh, hey, how are you? Like, yeah, exactly. at that point, I'm the one that needs to reach out to somebody else who is in the right, right space and say, yeah, but you know, we need to talk. Yeah. About- we talked about last night, we talked about self-care because that comes up a lot with negative vibes. Yep. People tend to have an image in their head of like, you know, somebody going to a spa and drinking a latte and like, it's all very woohoo, she, she kind of thing. <laughs> and really I thought it was really good. It was uh, Dr. Judith Pence. She's a same here psych Alliance member. She led us through the session, but she said, you know, self-care is so important for all of us. And I, I've thought about this most of my life. I don't think that's selfish because you can't be of service. Like you just said, you can't be of service to someone else if you're not taking care of yourself. Or if you, if you're spending all your time focusing on everybody else there's going to come a day right there's going to be that reckoning somewhere in your lifetime where you're going to be like i don't i don't know if this is up you know you're it's just it happens yeah so no that's what i share you know with with the sports organizations that i work with and my coaching clients that's part of the work happy is being selfish you know like you need to be more selfish people like what i'm like (laughs) if you're not happy how are your teammates your colleagues going to be happy how are you going to how are you going to serve them and, and share happiness with them if you're not? And if you're having one of those days that we all have, you're overwhelmed or, you know, somebody kicked the dog or you got a nasty email, you know, take, take the afternoon off and maybe go get a coffee or go to the spa or. You know, listen, they're trying as hard as they can. It's work to be happy. It's not easy necessarily. And, and everybody else is like, oh, we got to take them down. You know, they got to come down to our level. I think, so I think it can be difficult. I do. Um, I got uh, asked to speak uh, to a group of guys in the multi-level marketing uh, world. And when he asked me to come to this meeting, I said, well, I, I'm, no, I'm not interested, but I'll, I'll talk to you about how to work happy. <laughs> Um, and so it was a group of eight guys and it's kind of like a mastermind for them. So they all knew each other. And, and I gave, you know, my, my 30 minute talk to them about how to work happy and do this and do that. And a couple of stories, uh, that I share 
Um, and I got into the mental health thing and I, I started talking about what our family's got through. And uh, I said, you know, we're guys, we, we need to talk about this. Like we're all in this room. And I just, I'd had one conversation with the leader of this group, but the eight other guys I had never seen before in my life. And it was on Zoom. And I told my story and I said, does anybody have any questions? I said, you know, if you don't feel comfortable sharing here, here's my email address, here's my phone. Uh, I'm happy to, you know, to have a conversation. And two out of the eight guys shared that in their lifetime, they had had thoughts of suicide. We need to have more of these conversations. These are the conversations that matter, especially to men. What kind of things are you doing, Leslie, to work happy where you are right now? I do, you know, for the Chicago Wolves, you see a lot of people in companies, HR departments that are saying, oh, we already have this program. We, are, we, we have like an EAP and employee assistance program type of thing, right? And that, and so it's a third party that somebody's paying somewhere down the line, there's an exchange and, and that party is providing services. Right. But my question is, you know, always this, if your employees, if you don't know the story behind your employees, how are you expecting the employees to just randomly on, on a day, pick up the phone and dial a help number, right. To someone they've never met and suddenly reveal all the stories. So I think when we look at the statistics of who's using those programs, I think the numbers are rather disappointing at this point, if that's what we think is the sole solution to people getting the mental health care that they need. I do think programs like Project Drive, like seeing here, like what you're doing, uh, the different projects you're doing, because I know we're happy and then you have the men, um, men, in the middle, men in the middle. Yeah, all of that. Those are what I would call bridges. Yeah. So those are bridges. Those are, those, are, those are where the conversations start, right? It's an intimate setting with a bunch of people that you may or may not know, but have come forward and you share your story. And then suddenly they share your story, like those two men on yeah. the call that you're, then, the, then the boss or the supervisor says, I didn't know that. Now, and that's exciting to me. How, how is the culture at the Wolves? How do you guys work happy there? What, what, what's one thing that you guys do to, to keep that top of mind? Oh my gosh, we do silly things. We do all kinds of silly things. Um, and, and I mean, we just, I think we genuinely enjoy each other. We, cause here's the thing, you know, in sports, you're working long hours. If yep. you don't like the people you work with, um, you need to find another job. <laughs> it's just, it's it, these, these are, these are going to be people that's it's your second family. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, there's quiet people and then there's more, more boisterous, you know, boisterous people. Um, but everybody is respectful of each other in a way that makes it work. And yeah. I think that's super cool. You have people from all over different backgrounds, different culture, different diversity. And, and yet we focus on, you know, what's good for the fans. Um, yeah. But, but management comes up with some really cool, fun stuff. Um, <laughs> we, we even celebrate shark week in our offices. Okay. Um, we do, we do a lot of, uh, community events. We do some great with our partners in the community for our Wolves charities. Yeah. Um, and, and those events are oftentimes extended to us. Like, you know, do you want to go pack food? Do you want to go, you know, help at a dog shelter? Do you want, like, you're given the opportunity to go serve. Yeah. And I think that's just, even it could be something as simple as bringing in a toy or bringing in canned goods, but that matters, you yeah. know, as, as an organization, we do a lot for charity. Um, and I think that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so it just, I, right. 
And, and that would not be, you know, in sports when I was at the Vancouver Canucks, uh, we had uh, Canuck days. So, if, you know, we had, and you might have something similar to this too, but if you had to work the game that night, ticketing or customer service or whatever, we got four hour credit and it was extra Canuck days. So you, you build them up over the years. And some of the fun things, we they took us down to Vegas. We hit our number uh, for one year. I think it was $31 million in ticket suite revenue. Wow. Wow. We hit that and they took all 22 of us to Vegas, everything. It was funny because uh, the day of it was a Thursday morning, like the bus is leaving the rink at 11. And, uh, but you got to be on the phone. So you got to keep going. Got to keep, got tickets to sell. And uh, yep. one guy brought a blender and he was making margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> and at about yep. 9.45, our sales manager walked by and was like, all right, everybody off the phones. <laughs> yep. But, it, yep. you know, I mean, that that weekend will be memorable for all of us, right? And sure, it, yes. it, cost, the, it, it cost the team some money, but how much goodwill, not only for our sales team and for the Canucks that season, but yeah. a lot of us are gone now, right? 30 or 40 of yeah. us spread out and done everything else, but we remember that and we remember how to have fun, how to work happy. It's not what makes them, well, I suppose it is what makes them happy, but it's also happiness comes from inside, right? You, the more comfortable you are in your own skin, the happier you can be. Yeah. You know, I think. Yeah, and that, I, I, go ahead. No, that's, that's, I mean, I feel like a lot of that is you stop internalizing all the stuff out there, right? Mm -hmm. you, you stop looking outward and you start looking inward yeah. and you start realizing that happiness story i heard uh, about the edmonton Oilers uh back in the day when they you know they made the playoffs finally i mean this was when gretzky was in his prime you know 2022 and they lost to the new york islanders and they did the handshake and after the handshake glenn Taylor kept the boys out on the ice while the islanders were celebrating and one of the players asked him why did you do that he goes because i wanted you to know what real happiness looks like and then the next year they went out and won the stanley cup so it was a lesson on how to be happy and for him to have the the mindset to i'm going to show these players we've, we've worked our whole season it's over it's done we've lost but look at how happy those guys are so there's always yeah. a you know a brighter a silver lining out there there is and i think that's a pretty powerful visual too you know for those of us that are used to working in hockey because we yeah. know that that line you know that that handshake line is difficult for the you know, Vegas, but what I, what warms my heart all the time is the smiles that are seen between the two players and the hugs and the, the, you know, the, the fist bumps into the chest, you know, these people all know each other and whether they've won a Stanley cup before, or whether that's still just a twinkle in their eye, everyone understands when they hit that ice, what they're playing for. And I think that's the thing, like in a workplace, if you can get that vision communicated to every single person this is why you're here this is what we're here to do you know are you in are you out like like so i wish more leaders were coaches or i would say this i wish more managers were leaders yeah. number one because there's a huge difference there and i wish leaders uh, operated a little bit more like coaches because you know coaching is seeing the weaknesses but also being able to bring forward the best in everybody. Finally, Leslie, what's one piece of advice that you could give to our listeners and those around you? 
I think one of the life lessons for me, the best advice I could give anyone is to stay curious, stay open. And even if you think you know something like these conversations to me, still plant new seeds. So I love it. So thank you for your time. It's been awesome. No, this has been great. And that's what I love about (laughs) podcasting and having, you know, expert guests like you on, we each have our own, I don't know, niche or lane or whatnot in how it worked for us. And when people listen to this going, oh, I totally resonate with Leslie and, and what you said there are, what Greg did uh, was great. And so it's coming together. I have one last question for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, right? Yes. What's your favorite ice cream? Ooh. Uh, so you mean just like a flavor that I would get in the store or something that yeah. I make when I go out? i would say right no so i would say probably chocolate uh with chocolate with caramel would probably be my thing but we have a we have a place here i don't know if you do it's called cold stone oh yeah um oh my gosh yeah so you know you can get a lot of a lot of really high fattening um deliciousness there and um so i usually go with like cake batter uh golden oreos caramel um and i think cookie dough That that sounds delicious. That sounds like a uh, walk in the forest afterwards. <laughs> uh, that might be multiple walks in the forest. In fact, that could be a jog. <laughs> jog. <laughs> awesome. So, well, thank you so much, Leslie. I really appreciate you jumping on uh, the Work Happy podcast, and yeah. thank you for all that you do with Project Thrive and and you know allowing the Chicago Wolves to have a a, a work happy environment. You too. Thank you so much. I appreciate what you're doing out there and I hope our paths will cross in the future for sure. There you have it. Another episode of the Work Happy Podcast. Thank you so much, Leslie, again, for jumping on for the conversations and for all the great work you were doing with the Chicago Wolves. Project Thrive, uh, the people that you meet, myself. Uh, It's been absolutely amazing. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in to yet another podcast. If you haven't done so yet, please uh, share this podcast with those of you in the sports industry, your friends, your family. Also, it always helps when you leave us a kind review and subscribe to the Work Happy Podcast. To listen to more podcast you can always go to gregkettner.com forward slash podcasts or if you have any questions about the show anything leslie and i have talked about feel free to reach out to us you can always reach out to me at greg at gregkettner.com thanks again for checking in have a great week and we'll talk to you soon bye